0: The color of my skin shouldn't determine the sentence of my sin. Emmanuel Ajemine. Our heart goes out to every life that has been lost due to police brutality and racial discrimination. They are gone, but not forgotten. And the fight is only beginning. Phantom on this track, on this track, On on this track. Welcome to Room 233, a multi-genre podcast where nothing is off limits. I am back again with nothing but good vibes. If you don't know me, my name is Selly, but I prefer to be called Enjoyment Mommy, and this is Room 233. I think I already said that, right? Whatever. This is Room 233. If you're new here, where have you been? Like You've really, really been going the year without catching some of these good vibes, for real. But I'm so glad that you finally decided to give us a listen. I hope you stay with us and you listen to many more episodes and join the conversation. If you are coming back, if you're faithful, Chalee, thanks so much. Thanks for streaming. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for engaging with our tweets. Thank you for the support. Honestly, you guys have been so amazing and uh, it, it just warms my heart honestly it warms my heart i hope everyone is staying safe everyone, everyone is fine you know we're just adhering to all safety precautions and measures Surely you guys people are acting like covid has ended i mean i i i i i understand that like we are getting frustrated and it's annoying and we are tired but let's be honest please let's be real the virus is still among us it's still lurking amongst us like a neighbor so please stay home wash your hands you know if you don't have to go out don't go don't to link up any party like are you people serious are you people serious but Shelley, honestly like thanks so much especially thank you to donald and Sarah at the gold coast report follow them at gold coast report on twitter and the gold coast report on instagram catch every other show they have there's the other room there's sincerely accra there's after the whistle word of pod telly see Ghanaian podcasts are really really becoming like an interesting thing here. Yeah? and if you're not on that wave it's not too late just start and go your pod has got you like we've got you okay today we're going to be talking about something very interesting something a lot of children tend to complain about more than we realize it's african parents (laughs) it's our very old mommy and daddy uh uh, ma and da uh papa and mama whatever you refer to them as we're going to talk about just certain things you know certain things that characterize a typical african parent child relationship that this this conversation is very long so i'm doing it in two parts and so today i'm doing part one And then part two will come out, you know, next time. Because, Shali, like, it was very long when I was, like, planning this whole thing. And I just realized it was going to be a very, very long conversation. And it's just, you know, better if I split it so it's not too long an episode. Um, I'd also like to apologize for not engaging properly this week with a conversation on Twitter. It has been very busy. It's been a a busy past few days for me (laughs) because... I turned 21, and a girl managed to have, like, the best birthday ever. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who made my birthday an amazing one, from aunties and uncles to cousins and friends, my parents, my sister, my brother. Oh, you guys are all just so amazing. And I felt, guys, I, like, actually feel like a queen, okay? Like, (laughs) You, you, if you want to hear about this, yeah. I started blogging again on Instagram, so follow me. Follow me on Instagram, and you're probably gonna catch the T there. Okay, it's at S E L A A A Y underscore. I'm probably gonna change and join my mommy soon, but for now, that's my handle on Instagram. So follow me. This trying to, you know, be like a blogger and like a Ghanaian content creator and all of that. So support this. Okay, but let's talk about something serious before we get into the episode. This whole issue of um, Know, police brutalities and racial discrimination like honestly I have made a very deliberate and intentional effort of not following the news especially it started when the coronavirus had begun and everything was just very crazy and overwhelming and all of that and so I kind of like took out the news and I just used to see like bits and pieces of it on like YouTube and Twitter and things like that And then, the police started moving mad again, well, not again, but then it just, you know, it just started getting attention again, and it's been insane, and I just want to say to anyone who's lost anybody due to, you know, police brutality or racial discrimination and things like that, like, I am so sorry, my heart goes out to you, I cannot imagine what it would be like having to do with something like this in times like this, but, Having said that, even if you don't know someone, I think it's important that we all show some concern and love because it's a really, really difficult time. And guys, listen, there's something called empathy, okay? You do not need to have it happen to you or someone you know before if you, feel like, um, affect her by the situation or something. That's not how it's supposed to work. i I believe that it's a humanly thing where we just all watch out for each other and if something's going on we should all make noise about it not because it could happen to you or it has happened to someone you know but simply because it's not right okay it's not right and it shouldn't it's, it's not something that should be entertained or you know shouldn't be silent about it so yeah like hashtag black lives matter like no lives matter until black lives matter. If you don't understand that thing, come and let's have a conversation about it. But yeah, actually, let's get into the episode. Let's get... Now, that's what the, the YouTube people are saying. Let's get right into the video. <laughs> let's get right into the episode, guys. Enjoy. Like I said earlier, today we're talking about... Black parents and the relationship with their children. Um, as usual, I took this conversation to Twitter. I asked questions, and we had—I genuinely cannot say—we had an amazing conversation because I didn't engage with you people. And again, I am super, super sorry because I was super, super busy. But you guys engaged regardless, and had to, you know, you, you you let me know what your thoughts were or what your situation was like on your relationship with your parents and things like that and um, i beg mommy and daddy and i don't mean like my mommy and daddy but say any mommy and daddy anywhere listening right now i beg no vex okay whatever i'm about to say has nothing to do with attacking your character or anything like that it's not like we know better than you or we think we've seen more. Th-. please we beg you don't be doing the african parenting just yet just listen to this yeah sometimes you people you don't listen, let me like, you see, I'm never going to try, like, you people don't listen. I don't know why, I don't know who people think you are, I don't know why you think that because you are 20, 30 years, 50 years older than us, so suddenly you know everything, and if we say something, we are insulting you, or we are calling you stupid, like, y'all, y'all people jump to conclusions faster than an angry girlfriend. I've not seen some before. Why? Please. One day we'll have this conversation, but then, like, just listen, okay, take your time take your time because you people you like russian too much and it's not good it's very detrimental that's why some of you can't have conversations with your children and you think that is because your children don't like you, your children hate you please it's you you are the problem let me tell you today that it is you okay it's you sit down do some introspection because some of you you're not being the best parents i hate to tell you but you're not sorry but you're not come at me i'll tell you but yeah actually we are talking about african parents because i don't know i feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had we need to have it and you know just chats i wish that i could have some parents on this and some children maybe part two we'll see but like yeah so you're going to look at some things that african parents do that gets us very like annoyed it also has we're also looking at like growing up and you let me just start asking my questions and see what people had to say and i chip in my two cents and then yeah Charlie. so then i started with you know trying to see what uh the relationship was like with children and their parents yeah so then i categorized the well, relationship status into friendship awkward yes say, yes say, yes say yes madam and non-existence yes say, yes madam is basically like you know it's not really a conversation it's not really a friendship type of thing they give you commands and you just obey no objection no you know nothing like that and out of 462 votes approximately 59 percent of you said you had a friendship with your parents which genuinely i was pleasantly surprised with because i feel like typically african parents don't know how to be friends they just feel like once they provide for you with the things that you need they're being amazing parents well surprise surprise but silly is here to tell you today that's no place we also need like care Okay, it's not just paying my school fees and buying my food and giving me the clothes. Like, you need to be my friend. I need to be able to call you when something is wrong and just have a conversation. I need to be able to uh even if it's gossiping. If I if I can gossip with you, are you my parents? Are you my parents? If I can gossip with you, boo-boo? oh that's bad. That's bad. But yeah, um, 197 percent said they had an awkward relationship with their parents. 13.4% had a yes say yes, yes madam type of relationship and then 7.6% said they had a non-existent um relationship with their their parents which was very very interesting. And people were in my in my some of my replies I realized that people were surprised that people were actually friends with their parents. You see how you boy, you boy, I don't know. I don't know what it is but Y'all are something, okay? Um, Some people also went ahead to, you know, quote the tweet with their responses. And Adenso said, growing up was a combination of awkward and hello high, but now top-top friendship. And I love to see that. You see, I think that it's essential that your relationship with your parents grows over time. I, for one, can attest to that. And I really, really think that my relationship with my parents has definitely grown as I have grown. Because then it's initially moved especially my father used to be like a i don't know if it's not necessarily yes say yes madam but it was a very i would regard it as an awkward relationship it was we're not necessarily like friends i couldn't have certain conversations with him but now you know i've i've been able to talk to him about certain things and i feel like our relationship has really really grown in the past few years i guess yeah so it's it's nice to know that relationships are growing at Lula Musonda said um, Unconditional Love Affair size and I thought that was really really like cute that was so so cute So um, yeah and, no, there was another one. Yeah, at Yao underscore DG says, we are friends, but we are no close. We don't do awkward conversations in my house, lol. Yeah, I don't think my household really knows what an awkward conversation is either. I would say my relationship with my, friend, with my parents is a friendship. Although, sometimes for my peace of mind, it becomes a yes, say yes, madam, because... African parents always think that you are trying to fight them if you decide to say something when they tell you to do something. Guys, it's not like that, okay? It's not like that. Sometimes, just listen to us, please. Just listen to us. We're not trying to fight you. We're not trying to attack you. We don't think we are smarter than you. Of course. And the second question I asked was, have your parents adjusted to you being an adult? And at Noel, Madison said they have over-adjusted, which I've was very very interesting like wow well, okay that's really good we're very happy for you sis um at kev underscore Men says the question is will they ever <laughs> yeah actually so i think that parents have just put it in their minds that we're going to be babies for as long as they can control it and but me i'm here to ask you today who is your baby please Peninto to send me, made it 21. Who is your baby? Your baby is in yaba drinking breast milk. Who is your baby? Please. I'm not your baby. I'm your child, but I'm not your baby. Put that your head, okay? Um at Kosa, Haritha said, My parents decide when I'm an adult and when I'm not, depending on the situation. Can we talk about this selective decision to be treating us like adults like when people decide that you draw time table, okay tuesday evenings you're an adult friday morning friday night you are not an adult can we stop that can we stop that because i don't know it's something it's really really some styles when people do that thing like people decide like keep the same energy man keep it if you say treat me like an adult today tomorrow if i come treat me like an adult still it's very annoying and i'm speaking from a personal experience so, parents, I in my parents, <laughs> feel free to be triggered. But yes, people do that thing and it's not good. It's not nice. It's, it's some styles. You're impaired, Okay. okay? Um, but then the overall response to this question when I asked was, yes, I mean, yes, their parents have adjusted. There was also a bit of, you know, they are still adjusting. It's a bit, like, it's a process, you know. It's definitely a process. And... Um, but then I'm surprised that lots of people said that yes, their parents have adjusted because you tutor children every day come and complain on the bed app that hey my mother this my father this my mother but you still they are still treating you like adults, okay. But there's also the thing of like you know one parent's adjusting but the other parents isn't adjusting as well. Um I don't I, I don't know if that's the situation in my household. I can't tell. I feel like to some extent yes no i think my parents really fall under the selective um let me call them selective selective growers you know sometimes they decide when i'm an adult sometimes they just forget that a few days ago they were saying you're an adult and then they treat me like a baby or like a very young immature child who can't think for herself yes i'm saying it today i've never told you people but i'm saying it today (laughs) and it gets annoying genuinely it gets annoying but I think it's a process, and we just have to understand. You know, growing pains. It's difficult for them to see their babies become. And even for me, I can. I'm speaking as a, as an older sibling. Watching my sister and my brother grow genuinely was very hard for me, and I won't even lie. And um, it was just shocking to see that like these children that i used to like who used to run around the house and complain about very silly things are certainly children like some of the conversations that i'm able to have with my sister these days like i forget that my sister is well oh, three i think she's three years younger than me yes yeah, three years younger than me but genuinely sometimes i feel like this girl is older than me like that girl is grown okay she's mature like i'm so proud of you baby and it's just interesting like when sometimes i was sitting with my roommates in and we're th- talking about how Missy baby girl but then we're talking about how um we didn't want like it was just very weird that our sisters were going to be going like we're going to university this year and just thinking about the fact that me i know the life i lived in university in first year <laughs> i'm not snatching myself for anything but i know the curiosity and excitement everything that came with being in freshman year and just the fact that that could be my sister soon Terrified me. Okay. I was like yikes. I don't think I'm going to go to university So I really understand our parents when it's very difficult for them to adjust to the fact that we are growing and we aren't babies anymore and things like that but actually, Just understand that like it's, it's bound to happen regardless of how much you Try and deny it or try and act like it's not happening. It's happening. So the better the earlier you adjust to it, the better Yeah, I think so I think that's that's a better way to, you know, handle the situation. Um, there are a few other responses that I'd want to read. Um, let's see. Nade says, to some extent, I don't have to t- I don't have to ask to take anything. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and then she, I'm guessing she's quoting her parents. The wings that you've gotten, I will break them. I don't know what's it with you parents and like trying to oppress us. Yes, that's the way, oppression. You always try to shove it down our souls that you are bigger than us. You have more power and things like that. Like ah, let us think, please. Let us think. <laughs> but then, what does it really mean to be an adult? Like, we're always saying, I want to be treated like an adult. My parents want to treat me like an adult and things like that. Like, what does it actually mean to be an adult? And the overall response was responsibility. You know, you just have more responsibilities. And making your own decisions. Um, I don't know how I would define being an adult i guess yeah it's definitely more responsibility being more responsible for certain decisions in your life it's no more a matter of like you know what's like doing what mommy says or doing what daddy says um i think for me in my house one thing i really appreciate is the fact that especially with my mother i'm able to have a conversation with her like an adult i don't know how to explain it but then it moved from me just throwing tantrums and getting upset over things to me understanding that sometimes you just need to have a conversation and hear the other side and know where the other person is coming from and then like you move like it's you you agree on a way forward you know you don't you handle it like adults that's it for me and I really really appreciate that so thank you mommy for you know being there to have these conversations with me and like always trying to hear what I have to say and things like that. I mean, I don't argue with my parents. I don't fight my parents. I can't relate to that lifestyle. I hear people talk about I'm like, wow, that's that's not me, Shelley. It's not me. <laughs> I really can't really relate. So um, yeah, it, it definitely comes with more responsibility, being more responsible for your decisions. Um, Audrey said, buying your own milk for your cereal. That's what being an adult is. You know, like when you realize that certain things you're just going to have to do by yourself, not because your parents won't do it for you, but then, I don't know, it's like rise of passage. Like once you are able to fend for yourself in certain areas, you feel like, yeah, Charlie, I'm great. I'm becoming a big girl. I'm becoming a big boy. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's, let's, let's stick to that. That's what being an adult really means. Well, not really means, but it's, it's kind of like the general gist. Now, it's a very interesting question. <laughs> This was just testing the awkward levels in your your household and I was asking if you guys had had the sex talk and what was that like. Um, Jesslyn Kwati once said, I think I got the worst one. My mom told me not to hug boys or I would get pregnant. Fast forward to grade 11 and she was asking me where my boyfriend was. <clears throat> this thing, me, they didn't do something to me so it's my personal experience but then I know it's something that's very common in African households. where they tell you to stay away from the opposite sex for the longest time, and then suddenly they're demanding you to bring the opposite sex home as your girlfriend, or boyfriend, or your lover, or your whatever. Um, excuse me, do you think that you order, you do pre-order, and then they arrive on a certain date and you come and say, my please, this is my boyfriend." When you told me to run away from them in class four, did you think that I was gonna like just? pluck one from the roadside and bring home and say yes this is my new bubble." <laughs> you must be joking you must be joking I don't know who talked you that style but it's a joke yeah the, I don't know why I don't know why it's such a weird and off, awkward conversation to have like why I actually want a parent to come and explain things to me like when you make it awkward it becomes awkward for us all but if you don't like, it doesn't have, I really, really feel like it doesn't have to be. I don't know why sex is treated like such a. I don't know. It's treated like. I don't know how to describe it, but you people are really, really. Like, they're parents. I'm talking to you, parents. Or, like, you, you act like you're shy, or. The, the most simple one is, don't bring a baby home, don't get someone pregnant. Like, how does that tell me not to have, like, why I shouldn't have sex, or. So, you know, and now we live in a world where it's not even a matter of don't have sex again. It's like, now we've just thrown the abstinence away. People are just doing like protection and whatever. No problem. Me, I'm, I'm a fair believer of abstinence, please. You can never go around and be just gullivanting anyhow. Like, please, please. But that's a topic for another day. But, um, Elvis, Adam said, My parents have actually never spoken to me about sex and I don't even want them to because it would be so awkward super super smart i said not really but she found a condom in my pockets once man hey please i want oh. to know how that ended actually, actually <laughs> i want to know how that ended your mom finding up a- actually, I, I i want to know <laughs> let me know please um um someone someone's asking <laughs> yeah hey underscore chill said is that a thing where do i download the parents premium voucher Charlie, you people, I don't think prayers understand how essential this sex talk, like a proper informative sex talk is. I don't think you people really understand it. Um, There's a very interesting one. Yeah, at Kesua underscore, Marie said, yeah, it started when rape cases were on their rise in the early 2000s. Mom sat us down and then we had the talk. It was uncomfortable in the beginning, but it was quite informative. And that's really what a sex talk should be. Like, it shouldn't scare you. It shouldn't um give you the wrong perception it should just inform you on the right things to do and i don't know why parents shy away from this or make it such a short and um awkward conversation when it's very important because then what if you don't say it right your children are going to have to learn about it some other way and it's it's probably going to be a very distorted and like twisted way yeah i don't think people you want your children learning sex the way they are really learning about it like if some of you parents know how your children are learning about sex you are probably gonna have a stroke and wake up 30 days later like, i'm not i'm not trying to curse anybody but I, it's just a matter of fact like if you do know the wild things that your children are engaging in yeah <laughs> you Ghanaian adults uh you Ghanaian young adults are really really living a very interesting sex life these days and i'm I um I'm, I'm in awe. It's all I can see. That's all I can see. Uh, for me, for me, I don't know. Did I have a sex talk? I think my mom gave me a semi-sex talk. It started. I, for what I can remember, if I remember correctly, it was around the time I got my period. No, well, she told me before my period, I should make sure no boy touches my vagina, and that um, if I'm not careful, I could get pregnant. That was the general gist of the sex talk. There was not much to it. And well, she did say that there was this thing called sex and it's what adults have to make children and it's not meant for children. And then when I got my period, then she said, well, now you can get pregnant. So be careful. And that was about it. So I just knew that, okay, sex is not my cup of tea because I don't want to have another baby in the house who is mine because then i think my brother was still a baby by then okay no no when i was 11 he was like six or something but that was the sex talk for me it wasn't necessarily awkward because then in all honesty it wasn't necessarily a very informative sex talk um it, i mean it just it didn't necessarily scare me from sex i wasn't scared i wasn't told don't touch boys or don't have boys or anything like that i was just told don't have sex because you can't get pregnant and I don't know if that's necessarily a very... Like, that's the right way to have a sex talk. I don't know what the right way to have a sex talk is. Or do I... Let's talk about that another time, shall we? <laughs> Let's just talk about that another time. Um, now, the last question for the conversation... The last question for the conversation... Because, again, like I said at the beginning, this is going to be a two-part episode. Like, a two-part conversation. And so, I will do a part two next... Two weeks, yeah, next two weeks, because then there were other conversations that I asked and um, it was just going to make this way too long an episode and I didn't want that. So for the last conversation I asked was what I asked was how did you tear chain or did or did they just let you be? Oh, I made a typo in the thing and nobody could correct me. <laughs> but um to African parents, tearing chain is basically becoming their For want of a better word, liberal adults that most of us would like to be. And so it's basically just being able to do whatever you want and not having your parents breathing down your neck and reminding you that this is their house. And for as long as they have a roof over your head, you're going to have to do as they say. Turn change can range from simply being allowed to go out late at night to, I don't even know what how bad changing can get because you know like I can I can't relate. Good child speaking, I can't relate. <laughs> but th- there were very t- there were two very interesting answers that um to this question that I went to read. So at Kev Underscore men said it was in high school during mid semester. I lied to them that I was going for some school charity thing and I went to sleep over at my friend's place so that I could go clubbing. I got caught because my sister saw me my friend snap and brown and let me explain what browning is to parents browning to parents basically like snitching or it depends on the situation in this case brown meant his sister snitched on him and he he, the last thing he said was that weekend was hectic (laughs) Charlie imagine if my mother or my father called me in I don't even know know if my sister went to tell my parents that uh, they saw she saw me somewhere first of all i'm disowning you my sister because siblings don't rat on each other me i'm a firm believer of siblings code or whatever we we'll call it like genuinely me i can't go around snitching my siblings to my parents so yeah maybe there are certain things I Mommy, mean, i'm not let you know that there are probably certain things that you got angry at jiffa and kelly for and you probably asked me if i knew about it and i lied i'm sorry but not sorry because it's kind of like Code. like you just have each other's back here so um kevin i think you need to have a conversation with your sister and update her on what the code is like like just don't go ratting out on each other <laughs> but um that's very interesting you see the thing with there's a thing about parents not being very like um i don't know what the word is but then when you like yeah overly strict with your children they just become professional liars and like very stubborn kids who are so good at hiding it from you So, I hate to break it to you, but you probably think, like, your daughter or your son is, like, the best ever who's not causing any trouble or halal anyway. Conakoshe. By now, he's the father to three children. Someone is chasing some... (laughs) You're so cute. Like, I mean, if you're a father, I'm not, like, trying to shame you or anything, but just... I feel like it's something that you should be able to tell your parents, you know? It shouldn't be something that you're hiding. And parents, don't create an environment where your children have to lie to you. Or be like sketchy around doing things like that. Because I personally can say that I've never really had a reason to do any of these things, like sneak out of the house or lie about where I'm going or things like that. Like I think I had pretty cool I have pretty cool parents if I'm being honest. So yeah, thank like you guys, my parents are actually really nice. Like, now that I think about it, they really really force. And so I've not really had to laugh anything like that. And yeah. <laughs> this and this Ghana boy said kitty times then i then i always decommod. if i can she go So one time she called me tell me say now she see here I they de- go if i decommod, make her just tell her if i go chair she no she go give me back door key that'd be like jhs1 that when i see say i reach if you didn't understand what i just said basically um <laughs> when he was much younger and uh, he used to go out his mom used to complain a lot but then one time she called him and told him that she has realized that he's you know he's growing and so if he wants to go she just let him know and if she's doing if he's going to stay out late she'd give him the back door key and this isn't like jhs1 the fact that this was in jhs1 i don't know where you were sneaking to before jhs1 and coming home late like class 5 class 6 why are you going and coming home late i want to know like what life were you living but there, it's nice that she gives this realization at a very early time and had this conversation with you. I think it's very essential that parents acknowledge the fact that you are growing, you are no longer a child, you know, you are no, you are, you are no longer a baby. And so it's essential that certain things are handled differently. And most of you said it was a slow process of tearing chain or you had an older sibling paved the way, good for you, because some of us, we talk about being labras as face bones one day, we'll, talk, we'll have that conversation another day, and for some of you, it became, you didn't necessarily have to tear chain, you just moved out of the house, or you went to school in another country, or something like that, which is very interesting, and then there was also the conversation of, in whose house are you tearing chains? <laughs> and a little of letting you be i can understand i don't know why we're always being reminded of the fact that it's not a house so you can't do certain things It make it sound like you're trying to like you're organizing a coup d'etat or something like it's not like that it's really really not like that like just understand that we are growing and like that is it we are growing and it's very essential that parents you know, come to realize that these little things actually go a long way to you know more the kind of relationship you have with your kids. Um me I didn't see a chain. It wasn't really a matter of tearing chain. It was a kind of it was a slow process of letting me be and making me aware of the fact that I need to be responsible for certain things, you know. My parents allow me to party, go out and all of that. But then you know that there's a way like you have to be responsible, responsible about it. You can't just be like a crazy party head and just hop from one place to another night after night. It's like, you know you will be tired. You know you know you get tired. and You know that actually this lifestyle I can't keep up. But um, my parents really try actually. You know like with allowing me to go out, I, I I've never really had to lie. I I mean genuinely, I used to get scared when you used to ask for permission to go out. And even then, it wasn't even when, like, I started going out late at night and things like that. It was more of, like, going out for lunch with my friends and things like that. I don't know why I was always scared. But my father always said, I don't know why you are afraid. Like, sometimes I feel like he could tell that it was a very difficult thing for me to come and ask him. And I remember one time he actually said that, you know that the worst thing that can happen if you ask me is no. Like, I'll just say no. It's not a life or death situation. And when I thought about it, I was like, actually, like... What no could happen? You say no, I'm going to cry. That's all. Like <laughs> nothing reasonable. Me, I will mean, not sneak out of the house. The window does not even permit for such behavior. And they used to let the dogs out at night. I do like those times. And I was scared of the dogs. So, so today, <laughs> there's nowhere to pass. You know, there's nowhere to pass. But it's essential for parents to understand that you need to have a relationship with your child. Okay don't treat them like work colleagues it's not nice i don't know why some of you do that and (laughs) like just be friends ah just be friends with them sometimes just call oh how are you oh like what's up like yeah we'll be awkward initially but trust me we notice when people try and put an effort into like being our friends and not just our parents like we notice okay initially it's awkward it will come up as a conversation with your friends like hey tell your name. my father actually called me like it was so weird but then as when it's a more consistent behavior you begin to appreciate it like you begin to appreciate it you begin to realize like the little things that they do now that they didn't usually do but like they're trying to build a relationship with you i can say that like that that was the situation with my dad and i because initially i wouldn't say my dad was my friend he was just like my father but then we had a conversation about it and I think it's very important like it might be very difficult for some of you to have this conversation because it took a lot for me to have that conversation it wasn't a conversation I like initiated myself it was some it was some long thing very dramatic (laughs) but it happened and I'm glad it did because then I can really feel like there's been a difference in the way my dad and I relate with each other ever since that conversation happened. And I appreciate it. Daddy, I see it. I see it all and I love you so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you, mommy. I appreciate everything you guys do for me. You guys are truly, truly doing an amazing job. Um, I think as kids too, we also need to like just tell you, like calm down for them sometimes. Like Parenting is hard. I've not even been a parent, but I can tell it's hard. And sometimes it just becomes a lot and it's very difficult for them to do things the way we'd, we would like them to. But then, I don't think it's fair to them to just get upset and throw tantrums and things like that. I think it's also very important that you just let them know like, yo, Charlie, this, this is where I'm coming from, this is where I feel like. And parents, please don't make it seem like we are attacking your character or questioning your intelligence. Or, telly it's not Kudita, it's not civil war. Like, just calm down, let's have a chat, okay? That is all. This is, be- this is just part one of the conversation i'm hoping to get more people like to just have other voices on the next episode and we'll talk about more you know serious things like mental health and like where parents play a role in all of that that should be a An interesting conversation. But I think this is the end of today's conversation. We've come to the end. I hope this was very interesting for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think about this episode. Don't don't forget to follow us at room233 underscore on Twitter. Mention us. Use the hashtag room233. Join the conversation, guys, and let's get talking. Uh, It's been Enjoy My Mommy. Uh, I brought you nothing but good vibes, I hope. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this was a very, you know, interesting conversation let's let's continue to have it guys i feel like we really really need to talk about these things and we shouldn't shy away from them like let's just chat if you you know actually try and listen to this episode with your parents yeah like don't just send it to them and tell them to listen because then that'll take forever but then one day just probably sit them down and listen to this like listen this again with them feel free to cough where you feel like it applies to them so they know what's going on (laughs) And just let me know how that goes. I would really, really love to hear anything that you guys have to say. Um, feel free to mention me at mommy underscore on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at S E L A A A Y underscore. It's at Selay. But I'm probably gonna change enjoy my EnjoyMyMummy because I'm trying to have like you know the brand. Like the brand must be consistent. And don't forget to follow the Gold Coast Reports again. Thank you so much, Donald and Sarah. You guys are doing an amazing job. And until next time, don't forget to wash your hands, social distance, and sit at home if you don't have to go anyway. I'll catch you on the next one. It's been your girl and join mommy. And I'm signing out. Bye. No, my son is a fruit. <laughs>